Hello everybody and welcome back to the pre-production meeting. This is episode 44. This is the podcast where we talk about film news, the progress in us making our own films. I am your co-host Josh Urquhart. And I'm your other co-host Daniel Cagola. Dan, welcome back to the pod my friend. It has been three weeks. Three weeks What's been happening brother? Um, bits and pieces have been happening. Yeah, bits and bobs. Yes, lots, lots to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, most of it in the personal life, professional life. What are we saying? Yeah, not not so much in terms of working on my scripts because I'm lazy like that. Wow. No, no, no. It's I was prioritizing getting a job because you know films cost money. That's and hey. I needed to fund my film. Exactly. And did you get a job? I did. I acquired Whoa! a job. So Congratulations! <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, <laughs> they don't have the applause thing anymore. Yeah. Well, we'll give it a little. Yeah, you can add that in in post. Thank you, Uh, Dan. How's it been? Good. So I've it's I've had my first week at this new job at Mm -hmm. a warehouse. Yep. So it's it's a pretty basic job, which is actually what I wanted because I wanted something that's not too demanding, Mm. so I can you know come home and be able to work on my script and my film without feeling too drained and doesn't train your creativity either exactly right so the hours are pretty good so it's a casual job which means i can take off time whenever i wanted perfect which is exactly what i needed yep um and the hours are 7 a.m to 3 p.m or 3 30 p.m fuck yeah so yeah like so i have the whole afternoon to do whatever i need to do that's so awesome that's monday to thursday and then on friday i finish at 1 p.m so i finish even earlier perfect so, do you find yourself being drained though by the afternoon like are you a bit tired Oh, I mean, it's been the first week, so I've sort of just been relaxing and like, I understand now why people have a beer after work. Or they oh like, my God, damn. I just came home on the first day. I was like, oh, I could go for a beer Because you're right doing now. like, like labor, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. So it's like, what we do is we make switchboards. Okay. So we're in a factory and there's like, I think they have like around 150 people employed right now. And it's everyone's in different sections and mm-hmm. it's from start to finish like you know at the start people putting together the wiring uh, and all that yes, stuff yes, but yes, yes. i quite like where i am because i'm at the end which is like <laughs> you're assembling the stuff and then putting it into crates to to ship it away yeah it's like the old the old question of where would you be on the human centipede you know yes <laughs> one could say that i don't know why your mind went there <laughs> yeah look man i don't know either eh? but i'm right at the bum I guess. yeah okay <laughs> fair enough mate and do yeah. you do you agree? Because you, you actually, you quit your job to, to d- like, go full-time with film. Do yeah. you now think that it's always good to have an income to fund your film? Like, what do you reckon, what do you say to the people that are quitting their jobs to go do it? Yeah, like, this is an interesting thing because, obviously, like, you can see how it turned out for me. Like, mm. I quit my job and tried to pursue film and uh-huh. it's sort of... I wouldn't say it didn't work out. I definitely learned like a lot and like I'm glad I had that time. Yeah. I also had the luxury of being able to take that time. A lot of people don't. So yeah. never do. But I think one thing I learned about freelancing is that you need to have a particular skill mm-hmm. that you're very confident with. Yeah. For example, say you're a first AC and you go and freelance. Yeah. We've, yeah, yeah. yeah, we've talked about this. It but no, like, makes sense. Yeah. People are going to call you up and be like, hey, I need a first AC. You know what mm. I mean? Whereas I think I went wrong because I just wanted to do everything. But also and you wanted to direct. Yeah. And people ain't going to be calling your phone to direct. That's unless, exactly yeah. right. But like, I think for me, I was trying to figure out 300 different ways to get into mm. directing. I was mm-hmm. trying to like branch out, mm. whereas I should have just picked one path to get in, which is what I'm doing now. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try and specialize. Because I think what happened was I tried to 
do the whole thing of getting into different career roles in order to get into the film industry. I didn't want to waste my time. I wanted to stay in the industry mm-hmm. and then eventually work my way to directing. Yep, but yep, yep, yep. what I what I found out is that if you're going to be working on a film set in any capacity, it's hard. Like yeah. it's really long hours. You have to be the best there. Otherwise they're going to just call up a better AC or a better whatever. And you need to put your heart and soul into it. And you're not always and getting paid. Yeah. A lot mm. of the time you're not. And like, to be honest, I don't know if I could do that professionally long-term in, <coughs> in a role other than directing. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, like something like AC, like I did that at film school for different films yep, and stuff. Yep, and that yep. was fun. That was cool. I enjoyed it. But it's a little bit too robotic for it's me. It's not creative enough. Yeah, exactly. And, and you need that passion to help you along that like year's journey yeah. of if you're working on a film. Exactly right. Mm. And it's like something like the warehouse. Sure, that's a very repetitive automatic job as well. Yeah, but the hours are way more manageable. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. You, can, you can switch off, you know, you can turn off your mind and like it's automatic. So you're just going around drilling things in. And Can you listen to music or anything? So <laughs> you used to be able to, but they changed the rule literally the week I started working oh, there. Shit. People get injured or yeah, Well, yeah, like, because there are things like alarms go off and stuff like that or people trying to talk to you. <laughs> you but just jamming. Yeah, <laughs> but some people do the sneaky sneaky and have like one earphone in. Yeah, right, right, right. 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 Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, I'm not going to attempt that. <laughs> yet. Just yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, like I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. Because, Good, man. As you know, I'm, I'm a man who likes to get my hands dirty. As yes, you and have said, ladies, listen up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, but genuinely, it's very gratifying, like, you know, having a day of work. Where <laughs> <laughs> it sorry, is. sorry. It is, it is gratifying, like doing physical labor and then I prefer that to like an office job. Sorry, yep, yep, professional. Yeah, Um, yeah. no, fair enough, man. And hey, you're earning an income now. Do you feel more like kind of stable? It is, it's definitely nice having that, um, that fear of like not having enough money or being able to afford things. Like Mm. it's a relief having that off my shoulders as well. So how were you funding, how were you thinking of funding stuff? If like when, when you didn't have a job, were you just going to duck into your savings? Well, I had savings and then like I was doing a bit of freelance work, but because I wasn't, as I said, you got to really push for one thing if you want to do that. Even if you do like freelance photography, Mm. you need to like get really good at it. Mm. You know what? I, and I think that's what it is, man. Like people, I was having this conversation last night. I went to a party. Yeah. Mm. I went to a party. Can you believe that? I know, right? Um, but I was talking to one of um, my girlfriend's friends and yeah. her brother is at afters right now. He's 19. Mm. And she was like, do you have any advice for him? <laughs> I'm not this like Master Uruguay at the moment, mm. right? But like, you know, there's a lot of things that I wish I had when I was 19 and advice was one of them. And, mm. you know, especially like, going through high school, I wish I had some kind of like uh, guidance and just something to follow. I, I, I did it all myself, but... Um, I said to them, and this kind of like goes with what you were saying. I think the quitting the job thing works if you want to specialize in one particular thing that you're going to be making money from. But he wants to direct and he wants to write. And I I just relayed a piece of information that I heard from Ryan Johnson, which which I say over and over again. It's like, especially if you're a director, you've got to make stuff. And that's all it is. And I think right now, if you want to be a director, and this has worked for me and it will work for you as well, is like having that side job that you can earn money from that 
to reinvest in yourself, mm. you know, and make stuff because, bro, you ain't, no one's going to take you seriously. We've talked mm. about it. No one's going to take you seriously unless they've seen stuff that you've made. Mm. And I think that's, that's what it is. If you want to be a director in, in this industry, it's about earning money, putting it back into yourself, investing in yourself and making stuff. Yeah, do you absolutely. agree? Absolutely. But it's like some people also don't have the luxury to do no, that. No, so 100%. It's, it's hard. But it's, it's very hard, yeah. You have. I think you have to make do with what you've got. You yes. Know? Even if you're That's putting said, aside yeah. like, I don't know, a few hundred dollars here and there. Make a... Just make the smallest thing exactly. you can and like hone your skills. And I've had a very... Yeah, this is something I want to actually talk about. Let's do Maybe, it. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go into it. Just go into so, it. So, yeah, there's something I want to talk about that's sort of like, I feel like the accumulation of a six-year journey, if not longer. Okay. So, as you know, at the start of this year, I was very anxious about like where I was in the industry. And like I felt, I was 23 at the time, I'm 24 now. And mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't as far as I wanted to be in the industry. And I was like... It just looked like there was a big mountain ahead and I was still at base camp and yeah, I hadn't sure. started climbing yet and I was getting overwhelmed. And yeah. I was like, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not cut out for this and all this stuff, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. Um, Cause you know, when I, I remember being young and like having these aspirations, like, you still oh. are young, my friend. Yeah. But like, you know, real young, okay, like, yeah, sure, I, want, sure, I was sure. like, when I'm 21, I want to go to LA. I want, like, you know, everyone has all those dreams and stuff. And then you yeah, get older yeah, yeah. and sometimes you realize you're just not in a position where you can do that. And the thing is, it, it is a lot of luck. Like, it's, yep. it's a small amount of people that make it. And I remember yep. hearing this so many times, you know, from different people throughout film school and everything. It's a hard industry. It's this and that. And I just, it just made me angry. I just didn't want to hear from people that how difficult it is because it's like, I wanted it really bad and I just wanted to keep pushing. And when you want something bad enough, you just sort of try and block off what people say and you go for your goal. Um so I had that as a kid. I was like, yeah, I'm, I love this. I'm passionate about filmmaking. I want to keep going for it. So that's where I was when I was young. Yep. And then I hit that point at the start of this year where I was like, I'm at the point now where I need to be making steps <coughs> and it's very difficult and I feel like I'm not getting where I want to be. And that's what made me feel really anxious and scared <coughs> and, and worried and stuff. Mm. Um, and I think I had this whole idea that like, to be a successful filmmaker or to make films, you need to be making capital gain from it as well. Sure. Like you need to be making money. And I think it was very I, much... I remember you, yeah. That's always that been a big thing for me. I've yes, always been very business-minded. And I'm sure. like, if I'm going to make a film, I want it to gain traction. I want Because I want it to be my career. I want to do this for a living. Yeah. Which, like, I, there's definitely nothing wrong with that. And, like, it's not... It's not like I only <laughs> wanted to make films to make money. It's just like I wanted to be able Realistic, to... Yeah, yeah, I wanted to be able to live and I wanted sure. to be able to make films. But I think recently now, starting at this warehouse job, mm. I sort of had... I sort of stepped back and looked at it from a different point of view and I realised like, you know what? I love filmmaking and no matter what happens, mm. I'm going to make films for the rest of my life because I love it. And I don't care if I don't make a single dollar from it ever. It's just something that I love so much that I want to keep doing it no matter yeah. what. And I don't know, it was really, really nice to just come to that realization. Oh, and man, like just to have the love, because I would hear people talk about this all the time and I just, it didn't click for me. I was like, yeah, I get that, but I want to make a living off of I blah, 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 blah. I remember having these like back and forth with y'all yeah. when we first like yeah. started connecting and you had that mindset of money, money, money. Yeah. So it's, it's good to hear, man. And, and now, again, yeah, yeah, it's, sorry to interrupt. It's no, 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 just, I'm sorry. Yeah, go. It's just now it's like, 
I realize that I'm only really happy in my life <coughs> when I'm making things. Same, brother. And so to be happy, I just want to keep making films, I'm and that's it. And same. I feel like I feel that it's al- it was almost like the like a, a character arc or something. You know Look what I mean? Like development. You know, like nice. it was. I had the grieving stage when I hit my lowest point. Yeah. And now I've sort of come up, and I'm I'm hitting nice. like this Zen moment where I'm like I everything is perfectly balanced. <laughs> As all things should be. Yeah. No, I just, uh, and it just, it felt really nice to come Mm. to that realization and just be like, I'm doing it now because I love it, not because I want something more from it. And you know, some of the best artists that have ever lived, you know, never made a dollar off their work. Exactly, brother. So it doesn't necessarily mean that what you're not making isn't worth making. Mm. Especially when you're in these like come up times yeah. you ain't going to be making money for a good while yeah. especially if you're a director if you're yeah. a sinning sure you're going to be making money mm. if you're a director you got to be willing to oh bright i i just i i'm so glad you came to that realization because yeah. i truly believe that 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 hunt for a capital gain return can only take you so far yeah. and only push you so far into the journey in which passion will carry you even further yeah. and push you through to that but that's so good that you came to that, brother. Yeah, yeah. Is it like a weight almost lifted off your shoulders? It was. It like was. It was a strange. It was a strange, <coughs> like peaceful kind of feeling. Good, man. Because it was just like, because as I said, this is years of anxiety that I yeah. that I felt about like not being enough and not being in the place where I felt like I should have been, not mm. pushing hard enough. And it was like, you know what? It's okay. I can just make films at my own pace mm. because I love doing it and yeah. because that's what makes me feel <coughs> alive and fulfilled and not because I need to make money. Like there are other ways to make money and still make films on the side. Right. So, yeah. Exactly. And you know what, bro? I resonate with that so much. And this yeah. is why I love this podcast. This is why I love you boys and the yeah. you know, is that we all have that same mindset and it's funny you say that cuz you can't I mean you can connect with people that like films and stuff. But when you said that, you know, making stuff is the one thing that truly makes you happy. I'm sure there's a million things that make people happy. Mm. And the same with me, like, you know, friends, family, whatever. But like the one thing that can pull me out of anxiety or whatever is film. Yeah. And the way I resonate with that so fucking much, bro. Yeah. And it's so good to hear you say that. I was going to say something. Yes, I have a question, right? And you don't sure. have to go into this. You can cut it out or yeah. whatever. Um, but do you think that, the pressures and anxiety of gaining a capital gain off, you know, making movies was something that maybe you were brought up in a way in which like you were told you have to be making money, this, that, and the other, because when it comes to dreams and passions at a young age, you can get pressures from friends, from family that go, you have to make money. Like you're chasing this dream, but you're going to make money. Like, do you reckon you had pressures growing up? being surrounded by people maybe you said your dad has his own business maybe mm. that played a part mm. indirectly of yeah. like gotta make money yeah i think it's definitely a number of reasons i've mm. i've always had an entre- entrepreneurial mindset you do. Where yes, I've like, 100%. you know i i really i love the idea of progress and like building towards something bigger and better and making things the best mm. that they can be mm-hmm. and like even things like attention to detail that's why i'm very critical of things and Brilliant. i just love that I whole love idea it. yeah um, and then, yeah, of course, there is the whole thing of pressure from my parents and like you know, wanting to wanting to make them proud, really, and just wanting to make a good living for myself and being able to provide for a family when I have one and stuff. Of so course, mate. It's yeah. a number of reasons. It's everything. But um, I think now just realizing that I can make money and from something else and live a life that is still fulfilling and look forward to making films exactly. in my own time. 
realizing that I think has taken a huge weight off my shoulders. And I think with that mindset, money will come later on yeah. as well. Well, that was my thought. Like even, even if I'm not 40 years old until something I make gets noticed, exactly, that's mate. okay because I like that it's a long-term <laughs> journey. I would hate to, you know, I, I know people who are my age who are like, okay, I'm going to be doing this job for the next 40 years. And they're depressed about it. They have nothing yeah. to look forward to because Literally, every day is the same. Is the There's same. no surprises. That's what I love about this industry. Yeah, I love that. Like, you know, anything could be around the corner. And do you think, and this is something that you said earlier on, but I've always said that I love the unknown about mm. this industry. Has your perception changed on not knowing like where you're going to be or like what opportunities are you know, in for you ahead in time or... Has that kind of perception changed or not really? Does that still make you a bit like... A little bit because like? now now it's good because like I have the warehouse job, which is super secure. Stable, yeah. And, yeah, and there's no surprise there, right? So I have that stability. And then I have the film as my second thing. So yes. it's like I can split that stress between... Same with me. Yeah. yeah which, which is kind of nice as opposed to just going all in and being like, oh my God, I have so much to worry about. Yeah, now everything sure. is relying on this, you know? I feel you. So, and, and I, I can't imagine how hard it would be for you know how you hear these stories of people who max out their credit cards and they have nothing and mm. it's like they literally put everything on the line. But mm. I think that's what drives some people to be great, mm. which is awesome. But it's like you also don't hear about the stories of people <laughs> that do that and just end up homeless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we hear all the success stories, but you need to be realistic that you there do. are so many people that don't yeah, make bro. it, and you could be one of those people. <laughs> and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're a failure and you should stop you making tried, films hey. or like, it doesn't, no. it doesn't mean you're any less than anyone. You just, it's just the way it is. It's a, it's it a is. luck game. There's so much luck and, involved. Oh, bro, I was going to bring it back to that. Yeah. I'm like, there's so much luck involved and it does take a lot of luck. And that's what sometimes yeah. people don't mention is like, you know, in the Oscar speech, like if I can do it, you can do it. You just got to work hard. Yeah, bro. You can work hard, but there's luck in yeah. everything, whether exactly. that's you bump into somebody that's like a fucking producer or something like that. Yeah. But I truly do believe, although there is luck involved, you do make your own luck sometimes. Whether oh, that's course, you getting yeah. yourself in the, the right room at the right time. It's like that saying about like, um, what is it? Like success is when preparation meets luck I love or something. Yeah. Like yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking love that. And yeah. you know what? To segue into this next segment, you were talking about people maxing out their credit cards to make film. Mm. Well, nowadays, you know, people find different ways to turn a $300 million film into an $80 million budget, yes. right? You don't need to max out your credit cards because like what we saw in the creator, yes. you know, they've done all these different things. And we mentioned the creator last week, but there's so many things that we've talked about this week, which yeah. blow our minds. But speaking of segueing into the first segment, the creator, it. Dan, yes. did you like it? What are your thoughts? <sighs> <laughs> we already had a huge argument on the group chat we did this. yeah 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 because <laughs> uh, josh you gave it five stars am i correct yeah so did austin yeah. the typical <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness um so i i think i gave it three stars yeah which is not the worst score but definitely not the best no you gave it four no i gave it three. Oh, look you gave it four yeah he gave it three that's so low yeah i didn't i didn't like it that much man mm. i well I'll talk about the good things first. Yep. I like the soundtrack. I like the VFX. Sound design? Yeah, that was good too. Yeah. I like, I really like the way Gareth Edwards shoots his films. Like I thought that with Rogue One, I really love how he blends um, sci-fi elements with like this real looking atmosphere. Like yeah. you know how at the end of Rogue One, how they're like having that battle on the beach? Yep, yep, I just, yep. I really love the way, you know, all the shit. Battle of 
Endor? No, Endor's no. the forest. Never fucking mind. <laughs> I don't know what that planet is called. I don't know either. Rogue One. I get you, though. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like the way all the sci-fi elements are infused with real world elements. Yeah. And it, like, you don't think of it being visual effects. Like, you're not like, that's fake, that's fake. And that's, I think that's the best kind of visual yeah. effects when you're not thinking about it. You just, because everything has to serve the story, I yeah. think, in film. Yep. Um, so yeah, I love the way it was shot. It was really impressive what they did on the FX3. Yeah. But it's funny because like I'm, I shoot all my stuff on Sony. Sony. So it was just funny seeing that on a cinema screen, mm. and it almost like took me out a little bit. Re- See, I didn't but, notice. Well, it's that's just a me thing because I shoot on Sony sure. all the time, and I know that look. Okay. And to me, it's not like cinema the way like an Ari might be for okay. me. But like that's that's fine. That's not really a critique. It's just Are something you shooting I on an Ari. Um, film? Yeah, I will be. Pro- okay. Oh, probably. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I just took you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was great. I really love all the like. You know how they had all the robot characters and stuff. Yep, I just yep. I like I like when they throw you into a world, whether it's sci-fi or fantasy or whatever, and you sort of have to figure things out as yeah. you go. Cool. I yeah, love that yeah, aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just all the different environments they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was quite tired from work after I watched it, so that's. That might be one of the reasons why I didn't yeah. like it as much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought it felt a bit rushed, especially in the third act in terms of storytelling. Mm-hmm. You know that scene with the EMP uh, towards the end. What in the big when, space when station? The, when the child is in, without spoiling too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can bleep stuff. Okay. When the and like he uses the EMP on its head, and you think that. Oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That whole that whole sequence, and then they're suddenly out of there. Like that felt super rushed, okay. don't you think? No, <laughs> you don't think that whole no. part felt rushed? I don't know. I just sort of checked out a bit. Like fair that, enough, right? fair enough, fair enough. Um, I thought John Washington was a bit average. Yeah, he's all. Like, you know what? He just doesn't hold a candle to his dad. I'm sorry. Re- but Denzel respect. Is incredible. I always forget that he's related to Denzel. Yeah. Um, like respect to any actors that are in the industry now. Yeah, of course. Whatever, like they could do a better job than I do, but he's just not my favorite actor. Yeah, and like he's definitely a nepotism baby. <laughs> like, not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with that, yeah, but no, like no, he's no, definitely agree. getting yeah. all these opportunities because his dad is that good. But he's he did well in Malcolm and Marie. That was the most range. I've yeah, ever seen he was good, but you know, Tenant was. A bit oh, in Black Klansman as well. Yeah, actually, he was good in Black Klansman. It's yeah, quite yeah, good. Yeah. He was pretty good in that too. Yeah. Um, what was that other movie? Oh, in Tenet, he was... I feel like he was similar in this and Tenet. He was just kind of vague. I agree. Yep. He didn't really have much of a personality. Yeah, yep, That's yep. also the writing. It's not completely his sure. fault. Um, the, the, the child actor was really good. Fantastic. Sophie yeah. or th- something. I think that's her name. Yeah, abs- she absolutely smashed it. Yeah. Um, Maybe not Sophie. I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Um, what other thoughts did I have about it? I mean, we can... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So my issue with Gareth Edwards is... I mean, I'm sure he's a lovely man. <laughs> Top the range, Blake, you know? Yeah. Um, I find it hard to latch on to the characters in his films. I found that in Rogue One and I found it in this. You didn't like film. Rogue One? I liked the film, but I just didn't really care about the characters that much. Okay. I don't know why. It's like... And I was, I was really trying to dissect why it is. I think... I don't know if their motivations are strong enough or like it's... I don't think it's... Their, their goals are clear enough. And Mm -hmm. then, like, it's, like, he'll put little bits and pieces of information in to try and, like, show who they are, but they still feel a little bit two-dimensional to me. I don't know what it is, but I just, I I never really feel like these characters are people that we, like, are invested in. I don't know. That's just what I get from... As long, you know, John David Washington's character wasn't great, but I feel like his intentions are pretty clear. 
I feel like they were strong enough for me at least. Right. Well, then I still can't figure out what it is that makes me unable to attach to these characters because I Fair felt enough. that with both of his films that I've seen. So I'm, I might need to dissect his films further Maybe. and figure, figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. But like, I can tell that he has talent as a filmmaker. It's mm. just for some reason I don't connect with his stories or the characters in his stories. Have you seen Godzilla? Yeah. Like it? Did he do that? He did the first Godzilla. Okay, that was actually better. That yeah. was, I actually cared about He went that. from Monsters, which was like this indie film that he did. Not indie yeah. film, but like indie film. Mm. And he did all the VFX himself and shit. Went from Monsters to Godzilla to Rogue One mm. to the creator. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's a big jump. Yeah. Big jump. Um, do you want to talk about the, the strides in filmmaking for a second? Because we didn't mention it last week in terms of... Well, what's that face? You don't no, think nothing. I'm just thinking. Film- oh, okay, right. <laughs> I thought you were like... Oh. Um, the strides <laughs> yeah. in filmmaking, which I will touch over because it's been done so many times in all of his interviews, but the fact that they filmed on a mirrorless Sony, yeah. it's pretty cool. I it mean, as, cool, I know yeah. it took you out of it, but it's like... No, you know, but that's not really a critique. It's just that's because I always work with Sony. Right, that I, okay. Like, it, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like filming on a, something that's accessible to all of us, I mean... Yeah, if you want to, six grand. I mean, it's pretty big, but like but compared to the other qu- cameras. Yeah, sorry. As Lockie was saying, it's like fully kitted out, and there's true. other things that you don't really think. True, about, true. Like lenses and shit like that. Yeah, but still, I think that's pretty cool. I'm pretty yeah. cool. Oh, like absolutely, that. it's great. It's awesome. I love the gorilla filmmaking in it, mm. like how they didn't shut down the beach, and because the camera was so small and they had such a little crew, yeah. they would go and film everything on the beach or whatever and you can still see the tourists in the background yeah. if you stop and zoom in close enough yeah. um, and they were able to do that because instead of making $200,000 sets they used that $200,000 to transport their little crew around the world and shot in 80 different locations and it looks great it like looks just, fantastic it's so yeah. nice shooting on location it's, it's so it's stunning, it is and I hope big fucking in, like production companies see this and go wow we don't need to spend all this money on fucking shit vfx speaking of vfx he did the whole film edited the whole film then did vfx which it's a no fucking brainer Mm. i don't know why people like vfx companies don't do this or like big product marvel and shit like they make their v they overwork their vfx artists to do vfx on every single fucking shot and sometimes don't even use it it's a no brainer why not fucking do this you know um, what other stuff did you do? The, the boom light was a pretty funny idea. Oh, yeah, like, that's genius. He's like, if we can boom a mic, why can't we boom a light? So yeah. they had like a, a, a light boom op, their best boy, running around with the light, like booming the light and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but that, that, was, that was quite funny. That was yeah. quite good. I just, I love the indie uh, filmmaking approach that he did to most of it to yeah. cut it down from what you, what seems to be like a $300, $400 million budget, but yeah. it honestly only cost... 80 mil. Yeah. Um, what well, makes you think, like, how much money are they throwing into things that they don't actually need? Right. Like, bro, <laughs> Indiana Jones, $400 million that made that cost to make. <sighs> That's ridiculous. And the creator looked 50,000 times better than that yeah. shit did. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it probably all went into that crappy deep fake. <laughs> oh, well, don't even go fucking start all that yeah. shit. And another funny thing that I heard, and I said this in the group chat, is about the monkey. So there's a mm. scene, <laughs> there's a scene in. Um, the creator where a monkey gets a detonator and the monkey has to like go pick up the detonator like walk a couple of moments and then press it at a direct time and they were talking about it and how they trained this monkey to do this mm. and Gareth Edwards was saying like on the day 
you know, the monkey was doing a good take and then in the corner of his eye, he sees another monkey. And he's like, what, what the fuck's this monkey mm. for? Right. And then after the take is done, the monkey disappears and he looks over and the two monkeys are going at it. And it turns out that's how they trained this monkey because the monkey was a female monkey. Yeah, and right. to train it, they didn't give it treats or anything. They brought a male monkey to come in and, you know, go at it to go, hey, congratulations for the good take. And uh, I just found that quite quite, quite it's funny. quite humorous. Yeah, quite humorous. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good film. Yeah. I don't know. I just appreciate it. And uh, honestly, bef- like, I didn't know going into it, they shot on the Sony, they did all this mm. different, and it made me appreciate it a lot more. Mm. I don't know. I just, I, uh, I, I connected with it. Mm. And I feel like if you don't connect with it, then you don't connect with it. Yeah. You know? It's just like other films. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you have anything else to add to the, the creator or? Not, not particularly. Not particularly? I have a few other movies that I watched. Go for it. Because I haven't been on in three weeks. Yeah. So I didn't, I haven't watched heaps though, but. Um, I watched In the Mood for Love. Have you seen that? I saw that no. at the Ritz in, what is it, 35 mil? What? By yourself? No, with a mate. Who's your mate? Um, you don't know him, but he's oh, it, Chinese. And damn. I think I was hoping it's a Chinese was. film. So is like it? we'd talked about it quite a bit. And yeah, right. Like, oh, we should watch it together. And then they nice. announced that they were showing it. Good. Is and it it's like, No, no, it's an old film, like right. a classic. Okay. But it's it's great because like, the, the cinema's full. That's why I love going to like the Ritz Fantastic. or the Orpheum or whatever because thirty five in like film showings. Yeah, and like everyone there loves film and it's packed and mm. like you know they applaud it. That end was Oppenheimer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was a little bit disappointed with this film because like <laughs> you were just hyping it up. Everybody's clapping. Oh, we're talking about it. And, yeah, because it uh, it's a classic and I've heard a lot about it and like the cinematography was nice and like. It's one of those movies where they allude to... So it's like a romance about two people who are like having an affair, basically. But they never actually... What the <laughs> your f- favorite. I can't joke. fucking deal with this shit. <laughs> but it's an interesting film because they never actually show um, proper intimacy between the two. Okay. Like you, nev- you never see them kiss or anything like that. Blue balls. Yes. On-screen blue balls. But sure. you, you, like, you understand the situation just based on context. Like, yeah. you know, the, the looks that they give each other or, like, what they talk about or, like, yeah, you see, yeah, like, yeah. their hands touch. Or sure. I thought that was a really interesting sort of way to tell the story. And, like... Also, when they show the partners, they never actually show them on screen. You just like hear their voice off screen or something like that. Oh, that's a nice artistic. Yeah, so just little things like that and like really nice slow motion shots and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't know. The I don't know. The film was just for me lacking a little bit story wise. Just one of those films that was a little bit vague. I would have fucking hated it. I <laughs> Cheating, bro. Like why again? Yeah. What um, the fuck. Yeah, so <laughs> I, don't, I don't really have much more to say. Like, I agree with you. There's not much else to comment. Yeah, what did you give it? Oh, I think I gave it like three and a half stars. Oh, fucking what? More than the creator? Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. All right, what's the next film? <laughs> um, what else did I see? Oh, actually, a movie I really, really loved. Yeah? Uh, I said I was going to watch this on the last pod. I was on Captain Phillips. Oh, with Tom Hanks. Have you watched it? No. I think, I think you mentioned that you watched it last time. I said I started watching it, but then right. my mate wanted to watch Dog ASMR. So. <laughs> oh, that's fucking right. That guy. How's yeah, he going? He's good. I saw yeah. him last night. Yeah, radio. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I watched this movie on my own, Captain Phillips. Yeah. Incredible. Dude. Nice. Okay. Just, oh, there's one thing that doesn't make sense in it, though. Okay. So, like, the whole... The whole movie is about these guys who are like on a cargo ship mm-hmm. traveling from one location to another to do like a delivery. Yep. And they get attacked by Somalian pirates. Okay. Like these guys that come Oh, on. yes. Yeah, it's that movie. Yep. Yeah. Take over and like want to, yeah, they just want to take over the ship so they can get the cargo and make money off it. Um, and it's based on a true story as well, I think. Yep. But one thing I thought was a bit silly, which if 
if it's based on true story and this is true, it doesn't make sense. The Americans didn't have any guns on the ship, and the whole situation could have been fixed if they just had guns to defend themselves from. Americans the not having guns, that's different. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking. Like, they always <laughs> have guns, and the one time they actually needed to defend themselves, I'm like, surely they would have a couple stashed on the ship. Yeah, so, like, I'm, thi- I'm thinking, <laughs> why did they not have guns? Yeah, that's a bit silly. Yeah, they yeah, actually yeah, yeah. need it. Like, but I don't know, maybe yeah. things have changed since then. Um, it's an old How long movie. ago was it? Um, I think this movie came out like 2011 or something like okay. that. But the situation was probably earlier than that, of course. Yeah. When? Did you, what did you give it? Uh, take a guess. Four. Four and a half. Four. It was good. Tom Hanks is incredible, especially yeah. the ending. Um, yeah. I won't spoil too much, but yeah, just how everything comes together at the end, and yeah, it's nice. very much like a, um, like it's a pressurized environment. You know what I mean? When you're just engaged. One location. Yeah, like, yeah, the whole thing, most of it takes place on this boat and, like, the acting is phenomenal as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. Um, And you just see the, you you can really understand the antagonists as well. I really love them because they just come from such a desperate situation where they're literally just doing what they can to, like, survive and thrive, you know what I mean? And, like, you obviously, you want the protagonist to win, but you really do understand where these antagonists are the coming from. Best kind of antagonists. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's like sort Thanos. of like a little bit ironic because like the whole story is that these guys from Somalia are very poor. Mm. And I think the actor didn't actually make much money being in that movie. I think he only got like 60000 or something and he's like the main antagonist. Mm. And then I think he's broke now. So Holy like shit. it's sort of like funny how it's funny in a sad way yeah i was gonna say like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. sort of you know this character that he's Ironic. in the film is yeah mm. it's also how the situation he's in in real life yeah so. right yeah so but yeah no great movie four and a half stars give it a me. watch what yeah else? definitely worth watching um oh the unbearable weight of massive talent oh you finally watched it yeah i've actually was, seen that yeah it's, i liked you it, like I, it? I, it yeah, I liked it i really loved the first and second act yeah pedro pascal and um nicholas cage make such a great comedy. they do man. i was like they laughing do. out loud a lot which i feel like when you watch a comedy and you actually are laughing that's when it's good same yeah. as like a horror movie where you're actually scared like mm-hmm. that's what you go to watch it for and mm-hmm. it means it's achieved its yep job um but I feel like in the third act it fell off a little bit, mm-hmm. and I sort of I think it's a bit of a cop out that they like because you know how it sort of turned into more of a generic action movie, yeah. And then they were like, oh, it's because it's they made it sort of meta, mm. like I mean without spoiling too much, they were like, oh, it's because it's like his movie or whatever. Do you mm-hmm. remember that's like it ends with him yeah, in the yeah, cinema? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. That's I'm like, right. I'm like yeah. it's a bit of a cop out, like to make something sort of not good and then be mm. like oh it's because it's not supposed to be good. I, I know it's exactly like, how you mean yeah, it yeah, still yeah. wasn't good to watch so yeah, it doesn't make it okay yeah. and i've seen that in quite a few movies and shows and stuff they think by breaking the fourth wall it's they supposed can to be up, crappy yeah. it like makes it fine but yeah it's still it's, it's still, still shit like, no matter what yeah, yeah you yeah, can yeah, make no fun what. of something and break the fourth wall and still have it be clever and enjoyable yes, and fun exactly so, like barbie what yeah which which aspect of barbie you know when they Oh yeah, with the all the like Margot references Robbie. to her being yeah, a toy and exactly, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and all the jokes. Yeah, the jokes no, I, I think Robbie. that was well done. There you go. Yeah, cool. No, um, so I think what, what did you give that? Three and a half. I think it was either three and a half, maybe four. Okay, I think I gave it three and a half or four. Mm. Two. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We actually oh, aligned on wow. something. Wow, what is this? What uh, that I think that's pretty much all I watched. Oh, I watched um the first episode of the new season of Sex Education. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, I because I've loved the show. I think the first two seasons were strongest. Yes, season three started to 
fall off a little bit. That's what I, I heard. Yep. I have to watch the rest of this season to see where it goes. But um, I've it, heard mixed things. Yeah, it just it feels to me it feels like it's lost a bit of the magic in the sense of like it feels commercialized. You know when Netflix picks up a show and keeps yes. making seasons. Yep. And you're like, yep. Yep. That's the, one okay. of the main criticisms. Of yeah, her. that's sort of what I felt with it. I mean, I have to finish the series to mm. give like a proper um, judgment on. I've heard um, people that absolutely love it, and then I've also heard of people who love the first two seasons, yeah. and now they don't love the third one because, yeah, yeah just reasons. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give a proper review of that once I finish the sure, show. Sure, man. Yeah, so that's all I've watched pretty much. Good stuff. What about you? Have you seen anything? Um, No. So Ahsoka. Not, not yeah, yeah, I saw Ahsoka. Um. For me, the best Star Wars show that they've released. Okay. For me, I think it Better goes, than Mando? Yeah, for me, it goes Ahsoka, Mando Season 2, mm. Obi-Wan, uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I connected with Ahsoka. I connected with that show. It was... I don't know. Oh, bro, I'm so happy I watched fucking Rebels and did all that Clone Wars watching before. Not all the Clone Wars, but yeah. the Ahsoka Essential episodes, um, which is... All you really need to watch, Lucky. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> joking. Oh, no, I'm not. Um, but no, so it was really good. I love the way... It's so sad. Have you seen the finale? Not yet. It's so sad because they've obviously set Ray Stevenson's character to be a big part uh, of the thing moving forward. Is there going to be another season, you think? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there has to be. I'm if, wondering if they're going to bridge the gap between like, what the shows are doing. Because it's mm. in between six and seven. Yeah. Right? Are they going to start talking about the events of seven? Like, uh, Are we well, going to see a little what's baby Kylo Ren or something? What's like happening that? right now is, whilst this is happening, Luke's off building his Jedi Academy. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I guess there's still a substantial amount of yeah, time. Yeah, so I, I don't know. What, what they're, but what I really love is they've set this universe, and I haven't really felt this way since the Infinity Saga, mm. where you know they're leading up to something, and you know that we have a proper big bad now who's yeah. fucking amazing, bro. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he even shines even better in this this latest uh, episode mm. and they're, they're leading towards something and it's really fucking exciting. And mm. you know that this movie by Dave Filoni, mm. who's done all the best episodes of Ahsoka, but by no means the, mm. the finale mm. is probably the weakest. I'm not going to lie. Mm. Um, but the show overall was fantastic and the best mm. episodes were done by Dave Filoni and Dave Filoni's doing the movie. And you know that uh, he's already said that it's going to have so many like, it's going to bring together all different generations of Star Wars and do things that have never been done before and stuff like this. And, but that's not until like the later future, like a give it a, I think 2027, maybe mm. I think they're aiming for. Okay. Um, but I love it. I love how they're world building. I love the characters. They've brought together rebels, you know? Uh, yeah. yeah. What episode are you up to? I think five or six. Oh, I didn't, I haven't spoken about five on here. Have I yet? Well, that's episode eight, bro. You're a bit behind. I know. I, know. Like, <laughs> uh, I might be on six, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Remember episode five? I was talking about it in the group chat. How much I loved it. Yeah, Anakin. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Well, it's not a spoiler anymore. Like, fuck yeah, it's been out for long yeah. enough. But yeah, like that. I just couldn't stop smiling when I was watching. It. I was like, this is what I've been wanting. Yeah. For so that long. made me like, so happy, bro. Sure, it is fan bait, but it was just so well done that I just didn't care. It just, it really just took me back to my childhood, and I was like, well, this yeah. is the thing. Then you keep watching. I don't know. You haven't seen Rebels or Clone Wars, but there's a big thing in Clone Wars, like a big thing that they set up, mm. um, and you will see as you keep watching Ahsoka, mm. um, this doesn't really spoil anything, but Anakin's going to play a bigger part than you think than just that episode. Right. Um, he doesn't really play a 
big a part in the Ahsoka series, but you know they're setting him up for something big. Oh. Um, and if you do some research on what they're setting him up to be, he's probably the most important part of Star Wars. Um, he always forward. has been. He, he is the chosen the main, one. Yeah. But I can tell you this, that they've gone into what the chosen one truly means. Right. Um, so they're setting him up for bigger it's, things. I feel like it's so disappointing with seven to nine that they really just didn't have him be behind yes. anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think this is, it kind of explains a little bit. Well, it doesn't. You have to do your own research as mm. to what they're setting him up to do. But it's it's great because also it ends with, I mean, there's a lot of cliffhangers and a lot of unanswered questions. Mm. Um, and you just know they're setting up for way bigger things. And I love it. I, I, it was actually a Star Wars finale that felt like it brought stuff together whilst also setting up new things in the future instead of being massively disappointing as most finales are these days. Mm. Um, it was still probably the weakest, but like decent. And I can't wait for what's next, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, cool. I've, I've, I've entered this new like kind of era of myself, this love for Star Wars. I'm, I don't know, it's the most I've, I've peaked. I've like at my peak of like loving Star Wars now and just truly appreciating it. And honestly, I think Ahsoka has brought that love back, nice, especially man. with Anakin. And like, there's just something about him, man. He's a fuck. I'm He's so great. happy. So, um, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, I know. It warms my heart. It hey. does. Yeah. And like that video you sent me yeah. up showed a couple people as well. And you know, he deserves everything. So yeah, yeah Ahsoka's sure. amazing. Um, haven't really seen much else, man. Um, I, I did movie trivia. Mm. Um, the other night with nice. a couple of people from work and Sarah, awesome. um, and it was fucking so fun, man. Yeah, we are. I love movie we, we we came second out of twenty one teams. Whoa, we're one point away from winning the whole fucking thing. Oh and, my goodness! And the fucking questions we got wrong were so stupid that I co- like they were so like I should have yeah, got yeah. them right. Like for example, what's the highest? Uh, what is it? What's the highest grossed R rated film of all time? I said Deadpool, and it was the yeah. Joker. Oh. I know. Like, shit like that, where I'm like, fuck, of course, yeah, man. Right. But then again, it's like art in America. Yeah. And here, like, Deadpool would be second, right? Now it's like fifth. Really? Yeah. What Deadpool 2 is above Deadpool. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Is, is Logan up there? Yeah, Logan's up there. I don't think it's near the top, though. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so I did that. That was quite funny. I rewatched Friends with Benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, which I love. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, one of my all time favorites. It's just one of those. Most things attached is better. Yeah, I, I wanted to go into this. So you know what? It's funny because I I'm very envious of people that can just quote films off by heart and mm. quote TV shows because mm. they've seen it that so many times. So it, yeah. Like bro, I've I've watched The Office ten times and I still can't like quote it. Yeah. But Friends with Benefits is probably well, Friends with Benefits is the movie I've seen the most in my life. Believe it or not, really? it's, it's a weird times? one. I just I've watched it since I was a fucking kid, like growing up, and you know <laughs> when I was like wanting a girlfriend and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is fucking. <laughs> Fantastic, Mila Kunis, fucking marry me. Yeah. Back in the day, relax. I'm, I've taken now, yeah. all right? Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love that movie. And um, I think we're feeling pretty... I think it was just like a flat day the other day. And Sarah was yeah. like, yeah, do you want to watch your favorite rom-com? I was like, fuck, sure, let's go. Yeah. I'm a bit hesitant at the start. But um, I was like, you know what? Yeah, sure, let's put it on. Mm. Doesn't disappoint, mate. And that is a movie I can quote. Believe it or not, I was so proud of myself. I was like, I know the next line. I know the next line. I'm like, wow. There you go. The the ending of it kind of annoys me. 
it's like a flash mob and then yeah but like, that's the whole kind thing of unrealistic yeah but that's what they were, they were playing on the fact of the movie that they were watching earlier in the film with jason seagal and whatever <sighs> yeah i guess so. i don't know it's just a little bit too corny whereas like Mate, that's all rom-coms though i guess but like no strings attached i feel like is more cute I don't know. For me, it's more like romantic. It's like more realistic. That, that that's for sure. Ending. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, if we're if we're saying realistic, yeah. realistic, a lot of no, no rom coms. No, no, no. I was gonna say, <laughs> friends of benefits situations don't always end up working. Well, out. is that from experience, Dan? <laughs> Next subject. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I've ever uh, <laughs> had the novelty of indulging in one. Um, but I, they were released in the same year, earned around the same, you said, and it was mm. funny because Mila Kunis started one and Ashton Kutcher started one and now they're one. True. Yeah. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. I, I, I love it. And yes. I think, um, you would hate me for it, but it's definitely on my list and it's pretty high up and that's, it's not that's because fine. it's a fantastic movie. It's just Josh, because I've watched it. you're allowed it. to have your own opinion. Are you sure? It's not okay. With, mm, okay. So it's, long as uh, it's a good one. Yeah. It's number just, six of all time for just me. Just don't give Fast X five stars. I, I don't. I don't. That's one I can't get on with. Sorry, Austin. Um, oh but goodness. it's number six And of I saw all he time. gave the creator five stars and his review was like... <laughs> Doggo explodes everyone with a single grenade. <laughs> hey, he loves dogs in films. I know, bro. but like, I always make that's jokes. That's your reason for naming, for giving it five stars. Yeah, like, I get it. Like, but it's I know so it's funny also like watching a, joke, a movie like, with like, him oh. and a dog comes on screen. Oh, he's like, oh. and, and I'm like, kill it. And he, he looks at me <laughs> and he fucking like it gives me the side eye, the oh, death stare. It's so wholesome seeing when people get pets and then they become way more attached mm. to animals. Oh, 100%. Awesome. Bruh, all my timeline on Instagram is filled with dog videos and baby videos. Make what you want of that. And some, yeah, anyways. Baby uh, videos? What's around <laughs> the corner, Josh? Hopefully not anything anytime soon, mate. <laughs> Fuck that. All right. Well, there you go. That's what we've seen lately. All right, my brother. Progress. Yes. Okay, so What's been obviously this week I got the warehouse job, so I've mainly just been focusing on that. Yep. And I need to get back into pre-production for my film as well. Yep. Um, I've got a few mates. So, like, I tried to contact my producer. Yep. And he's been a bit ghost recently. Ah, fuck, really? No, it's, it's fine. Because um, I've is had other mates who want to step in and help okay. produce, so it's okay. Why has he been MIA holidays? I don't know. I think he's got stuff going on in okay. his personal life, which yep. is fine. Yep. I actually enough, just want to, like, make sure that he's all good. Yep. Um, I should probably give him a call. Yep. Um, but oh, the week before this week, I was on a student film mm-hmm. on an afters. Set. How was that? Yeah. It was good, man. Like mm-hmm. afters films are really quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- like higher production value, better scripts, better mm. crew because it's they it's, pay for it, don't they? I guess, yeah. And like, it's harder to get into afters. Yeah. So the people there really want to be there, mm. and you can just tell by the passion of the kids and stuff. And, like, it was interesting because, like, I had two lighting assistants. I was gaffer on this film. I actually lit a cutter on fire. Yes, you told me that. You liability. <laughs> yeah, I had a... I had... We were filming in an alleyway. Well, like, in a house. And yep. I yeah, put yeah, a light yeah. in the alleyway yep. on the side. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, really close to the cutter. Mm. And it was a hot day outside and the cutter was black. So, it was already you radiating heat. And bad. then I'm just sitting there and I just see this smoke billowing out. Did you I'm stop like, the oh. set? Like, did the whole set stop because you set something well, on I fire? Well, I sort of... Like, they were about to roll... And I ran over and like quickly put it out, and then there were like kids on set, so they were screaming like fire, fire. like they ran out, to, like wanted to have a look. I'm like relax, like, it's all good. Did you it's call the fire? Wait, and wait, this is no, not I the best part of it. Out. So it was an electrical fire, and how did you put it out? <laughs> I'm about to do myself here mm. with water. 
You fucking <laughs> idiot. You idiot. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> you put it out with We we could have had a we could have had an in memoriam podcast right now. <laughs> 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 oh so, yeah, no. Crisis was averted. <laughs> <laughs> with water. Yeah, I'll have to be a bit more careful. <laughs> <laughs> It was plugged into an RCD, which I think would have helped. Wait, you weren't <laughs> even using an RCD? No, I was. Oh, you were? Yeah. So I think that's supposed to help. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was far away. From, like, it, there was a long cable, but still. Yeah. yeah okay. not, not great. It didn't go into the light. It went on the cutter, which was like... Okay. Close to the light. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that was that. No, but it was good. Like, I was talking to my lighting assistant who... I think he's like 20 or 21 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was literally asking me, oh, you know, should I specialize all this? Like, he's literally in the same position I'm in and he's like years younger. And I thought, oh my God, like, cause when, you know, when you start working on film sets, you're the youngest person there and everyone's older and you yeah. sort of, to be honest, <laughs> when you're younger, you sort of judge people. You're like, oh, you know, you're 30. Why are you on a student film? Like whatever. Yeah. Like you don't understand that everyone has a different path. Everybody like, does. Yeah, for sure. Know, everyone's in the same boat. You shouldn't judge anyone for coming yep. from where they've come from. Yep. You just, you have a bit of an ego when you're younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting now being older and talking to these people that were years younger and asking me for advice. Mm. And I was like, wow. Like Bro, that's weird. Hey, I've gotten recently like on the advice man. Yeah. I've never been the advice man. Yeah, like, what's right? happening? It's strange, hey? Yeah. Um, we're getting old, man. We're wise. Yeah. Uguays. Yeah, literally. Not as old as Austin though. Yeah. That oh, man's mate. a fucking dinosaur. He's in the nursing home. He is. He's booked his fucking spot in his retirement village. Anyways, yeah. Um, so yeah, but other than that, no, it was a good set. There were there were kids on set for four of the five days, and yeah. they get pretty restless. But it was interesting seeing how the director handled them. She was really good, just very patient with them, and you got to give them a lot of breaks because they. How old were they? I think one was ten and one was eight. Oh, so it was a proper like yeah. like children's film. Yeah, yeah. What was the premise? Oh, and Karina was Karen, fucking fantastic. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. She was like she was the lead actress, so she plays good. a mom, and then there were the two good. kids. It's sort of like a um, the vibe is like don't hug me, I'm scared. So right. like starts off all like you know she's like this mother playing with her kids and then I think <coughs> it's sort of an abstract film but it's about loss of innocence I think sure and it sort of starts to get all messed up and strange and weird towards the end I saw like her like getting stuck yeah her with, face like, coming out of like this like, I think mm. it was like melted marshmallow it's meant to be like her brain or like something um, interesting look, look really cool and it's always cool seeing how people how you film and four by three as well right? yeah yeah what was yeah. the thinking behind that um. I don't know, just creative just choice. Ooh, it might be different to a 4x3. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Fair. Um, but yeah, no, and yeah, everyone was great. The DOP was really good. Her name's Haruni. She was awesome. Nice. Um, so female director, female DP. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what yeah. we love to see. That's good stuff. Love. Yeah, and it was a great crew. Really good. Yep. And... Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it about awesome. that. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? To, oh, yeah. yeah, the other thing I was thinking... Bro, you like, did not look good when you gave me the fucking cameras last uh, week. Yeah, you were so dead. That's what I'm actually going to talk about. Yeah. Because like, there were 11-hour days, which isn't even the worst, but also plus driving. Cause it was but in Osmo Redford. wasn't even 11-hour <laughs> days. Yeah, and then I got sick on that day yeah. last week because I was just a bit run down. Mm. And, like, it got me thinking because, like, you know, how I've been working in the warehouse and the hours are a lot better and, like, mm. you actually have time to rest and do what you need to do and stuff. I'm like... They really should make, I reckon, 10-hour days the standard on film sets. But the thing is, like, everyone gets so greedy and wants to shoot things as quickly and as cheap as possible. And it's like, you're sacrificing your mental and your physical health for it. You know for what sure. I mean? Like, you're, you're working so hard and you barely have time. Like, And you you know when you have lack of sleep and you just feel horrible? Yeah. And you can't 
work to the best of your ability. Mm. And it's just, I, I dislike that it's the norm for people to, you know, have to struggle to be awake on film sets, drink like five you coffees a day. You said that, you were saying that and, before. And like literally go home scared that they're going to crash because you're so tired. That's like fucked. I've heard stories of people falling asleep, like data wrangling and stuff like that. It's just like nuts, man. I, I think it's such a bad mm. standard and we really need to do something about it. Definitely, man. It's, just, it's not a good way for people to be living. Yeah, and they work so hard as well. You look so fucking dead yeah, and sick. And that's, yeah. You got something on your eyelash, by the no, way. This one? Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah, so I don't. I think that's something that really needs to change. I guess that's like the whole point of the union, like getting people yep. fair rights and everything. But yep. Yeah, and I also, think in Australia we so have it yeah. better. Yeah, well, we have it better in Australia than America. I think. Mm, we have I was about to say, and stuff. pay your actors. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I was gonna say. <laughs> so, oh, that's what you were gonna say. Yeah. Okay. I was like, the writer strikes down, pay your actors. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I, I did meet up with. I had a little, just a night where I caught up with like. Um, a bunch of film mates. Nice. So like I saw Anya, you know, the writer for the script. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw um, Noah, the actress I was talking about. I saw Indy. Um, who was there? Oh, my mate Jack. I don't know if you've met him. He, I th- He's met Lexi. So like... Everybody's met Lexi, yeah, bro. Yeah. Um, he's from AFTT. He's mm. a fellow director. Oh, he mm. met Fetty the other night as well at a networking event. Oh, how was so. that, that networking event? Yeah, it was good. It was all right. Mm. I caught up with a few people. It was... Oh, did I talk about um, the director of Relic that was there? Mm-mm. So yep. there was this networking event at the Powerhouse Museum mm-hmm. that I went to. Um, and when I got there, <coughs> my mate Jack was already there. So I went to meet him in this room where there was a talk going on. And there were three female directors just talking about the industry and stuff. And I just sat down not really knowing who they were. And then um, they were there was a guy like asking them questions. Mm-hmm. And then he said to the one that was like closest to the door, he's like, oh, so you know, <coughs> when, when you um, directed Relic, and then I was like, Oh my God, this is the woman right in front of me is Natalie Erica James, who I'm like a huge fan of. Really? Like I'd been researching her heaps recently, like watched her film Relic, listened to a few interviews. She did like an interview with Film Riot and stuff. Oh yeah. So I'd been doing research on her and like taking inspiration from her, like putting screenshots of her film in my mood boards and stuff like that. Um, And then she's right in front of me. I didn't even realize it was her. Is she Aussie? Yeah. Um, but she's got that thing where, you know how when Aussies <coughs> spend time in America and their accent starts yeah, to like, they've got sure. that hybrid accent. She's yeah, got right that now. Um, so yeah, she was just talking, you know, as soon as I realized it was her sort of sat up in my chair a little bit straighter, like listen to like, up what she was closer. talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that was pretty interesting to hear what she had to say. And like they all, all three of the women had like really good insights mm. and like advice. That's awesome. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then like later on, she was like, I was talking mm. to my mate Jack and she was standing near me talking to some other people and I was yeah. like, oh, like I should go and just speak to her. Did you go like, hey, really? So I thought I would get a chance to do it cause I wanted to, right. so like I know how to talk to people and make friends, right. Yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. still a little bit cautious when it comes to like higher up industry people. I, I didn't want to be Why is like, that? a nuisance. Oh, I don't know. I just don't want to go over and be like, Hey, like, Hey, I, I'm still, I'm still, yeah, like learning <laughs> sure, how sure, to like sure. be appropriate with industry people. Sure, okay. Um, so enough. I was like sort of waiting for a gap, and then like <coughs> it didn't happen. Like I sort yeah. of got distracted, and then like she left, and then I thought I'd get another opportunity. I didn't get to speak to her. And I was yeah. like, I was sort of kicking myself later on. I was like, damn, I should have just spoken to her. Um, and then I spoke to Jack about it. And he's like, oh, just send her a message. And I'm like, don't you think that's Did weird? You? I I sent her a message nice. on Instagram, but she she didn't even look ah. at it. So. 
Yeah, she's got the blue tick, so she's, you know, Whoa, she's, yeah, she's a busy fuck. woman. Busy woman, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that that was pretty cool anyway to see her speak and, and hear what she had to say. Nice, brother. And everything, yeah. And good then stuff. I caught up with Fetty there and a few other people that I hadn't seen mm. in a while, so that mm. was really good. Nice. Yeah. So n- n- nothing on your film, though? Like no script, no nothing? In terms of what I've done in the past yeah, couple yeah, weeks? Yeah, yeah, um, Oh, yeah, well, when I was out with Anya and the others, I like sort of pitched a few... I. It's funny. I pitched a few script changes to her. Okay. She was like, "Oh, I don't know about that." And then we're like, oh, sort of debating hard. it. And it's like, at the end of the day, I can do what I want, but I also like to talk to her about her. Sure. Because she, obviously, she it's has, respect, brother. You no, gotta, but it's not even that. She just like, yeah, she no, knows. fuck you. No, I'm joking. Ob- obviously, that <laughs> yeah, is I know, a factor. I know, really. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like, well, there's two things. One, she knows <clears> that <throat> I can do what I want with it because I'm the director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also really value her opinion as a creative. Like, yes, she's, you've said that. I think yeah. she's incredibly clever, obviously, writing this script. And she knows the ins and outs of it because she wrote it. Yep. So, obviously, her opinion is, is very important. Of to course, me. man. So, that's why yeah, I always totally. ask her questions on it and take her advice. And then, if I disagree with something, we'll have like a debate on it. Yeah. Like this is why I think it works. Nice. She'll be like, oh, but but this and that, and then you know, if I see validity in what she says, I can be like, yeah, you're for right. For sure. Yeah. So Ooh. that's what I I really believe in the collaboration process. <coughs> I don't like to be a you know a dictator and of tell course. people this is this is how it's supposed to be because people always have good ideas that you haven't considered. Mm-hmm. So. Have you added more to like your bible or like done any I haven't more done of too the much pre-production? No. I need to I'll get back into it this week I think. Now cuz I was focusing on getting yeah. a job and funding things yep. now that I've got that under control I'm going to just go full speed. You ahead. did mention that you're looking for actors and actresses. Yes. How's that going? Oh on? yeah, good. So Jack, who I just mentioned, he's mm. been helping me on the producing side as okay, well. Okay, cool. He sent me a bunch of different locations he knows of and a bunch of actors he knows of. Yep. So that was really good. I went That's through awesome, and had yeah. a look. Yeah, yeah, he's been helping a lot there. And also John Looker yep. was helping me a little bit with a couple of actors and things like that. So I've, yeah. I've had help from mates, which nice, has been really bro. nice. And like they they want to do it, you know what I mean? Like they, they just said, how's your project going? And I said, oh, I'm looking for actors. Like, oh, here's this and that. Like just, you know, this is mates being mates and just helping each other out. And that's where I think it's really good to just have friends in the industry and are people you, who want to help you. Are you going to go on Star now or not? I might, I'll probably do a, a listing, yeah. Try, know. um, I was going to recommend her anyway. She's on Austin's yeah. film. I think she's having like a small role. She was on my film. You know, Emily? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. very She's good. lovely. She's very, good. very good actress as yeah. well. Okay. She has range. So, m- maybe worth giving her like a screen yeah, test okay. or, yeah, yeah. or something. Absolutely. Definitely hit her up. Yeah. Um, because I was thinking about her for my next one as well, mm. but you know, the more work she gets, the better. Mm. So yeah, absolutely. There's a recommendation. Cool. Yeah. Was there anything else, my friend? I think that's it for now. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All what right. Yourself, Josh. Myself. Oh. Okay. Well, honestly, it's been a bit of a shit show. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me. And I'm actually starting to feel a, a little bit of pressure, and oh. I haven't yet. For this whole. I mean, I felt pressure like on set, like with Osmo and stuff like that, but. We've got a this deadline now, right? This should be the fucking easiest part of it. And it's just not. Mm. And it's like, it's been so infuriating for me and Lockie. Just like having to change so much shit for people. So we've been trying to clean up this fucking dialogue, bro. Because there's like rustles within the... Not a lot. It's like about... I would say if 100 was perfect dialogue, it's about at 75 to 80%, right? Yeah. That 20% is things that can be cleaned up, like Russell's in the fucking lapel, things obviously K- Kieran missed on the day or whatever. Mm. Um, uh, you know, you didn't, he didn't lapel certain people, like, and the boom wasn't good enough or whatever. Um, 
which is fine. But our thinking was we need to get this dialogue clean to then figure out what we're going to ADR. Yeah. And then after that, we send it to the mixer, it gets mixed. But I've got told by many people, I don't know why I didn't think this first. I then spoke to some fucking... Actually, no, I'll track back. So we inquired about the dialogue editor from this guy in Jordan, mm. just fucked us around, then realised he oh. didn't want to do it. Oh. And bear in mind, I'm waiting on responses days after days after yeah. days. Then I hit someone else up. And then he yeah. said he can't do it either. It's annoying. And like we're, we've wasted a whole week of just waiting on people responding, telling us that they don't want to do it or they can't do it. And then I finally inquired to this, this, um, this sound, this proper... Like Fiverr Pro Dolby Like works for Dolby mm. Like proper sound engineer guy And he gave me He put us on the right path And he's like Fuck this Stop doing Like don't worry about the dialogue edit Because that's stuff That's usually actually fixed up In the mix And I think what we wanted to do Was make sure that We don't have Adrian back out on us Like these guys have So we wanted to do as much For him beforehand So he didn't go Oh this is not too big of a thing mm. But in realistic And Lexi told me this thing as well She's like Why are you getting the dialogue get it, Like cleaned up She's like They do that in the mix So I emailed Adrian yesterday And I just explained to him Why I haven't fucking responded to him For a week Because mm. we've been trying to Do this for him or whatever He sent me a follow up email Which is really mm. cool He's like Have you seen the message Whatever um, So I think now we've decided that We've collated everything where Federico's done the mastering, so I got all that last night, um, and we're going to send it to Adrian. And then I think what we're going to do is whatever Adrian can't fix in the mix, then we dialogue clean up, then we ADR. Um, but it's just been a week of just fuck arounds and waitings, and all these different people that w that were going to do the dialogue edit wanted the timeline set up differently in different codecs and files mm, and, yeah. and ways they want it done and Lockie's just been fucked around and I've been fucked around and I'm like the middleman between everything and it's like sometimes it's hard to communicate like and whatever so now I've emailed Adrian and hopefully he gets back to us mm -hmm. uh, in the next couple of days because we were supposed to be mixing on the first and it's now the seventh and we haven't even cleaned mm. the dialogue so yeah, I don't know. Once this mix is up, up and away, I'll be feeling much better and I'll concentrate on organising this premiere, um, which i got to do as well, um, which shouldn't be that big of a thing. It'll be fun to organise. But, oh man, it's just been fucking around and this should be the most easy. <laughs> it should be the easiest part. It happens like that sometimes. Like I, you know, just I don't know. know. <laughs> exactly. And then I texted Connor uh, how the grade's going and said he hasn't really done much because he's mm. been busy, but he was going to get cracking on it last week. Still haven't heard from him. Right. Um, so hopefully that's done in time as well. Mm -hmm. I might just send him deadlines. Yeah. Um, and then I spoke to Jay about doing the yep. the BTS. Um, BTS doco, and he's been really busy with DJ stuff, so he hadn't oh, had yes. any time. I went so. and saw him DJ. Yeah, was that good? <laughs> yeah, that's fun with Fetty. Good stuff, man. I'm yeah. I'm glad he's doing stuff that he loves. Mm. But yeah, he gave me a call after three days of me just chasing him. Yeah. Um and. Yeah, he's just been super busy And now he has some free time He said, look, I promise I'm going to get it done for you I'm like, look, I don't expect anything I'll be happy with a fucking PowerPoint With yeah. photos on it Like, so Just something to show Yeah, exactly He's like, he's worried about the audio But I don't, I don't oh, give yeah. a shit I don't give a shit, mate like, Yeah Supposed to be something fun to end the night with Yeah, yeah, yeah um, And I might keep it between 20 and 30 minutes It'll probably end up being uh, longer than the film But that's and It, it, it was important Because I had hired the film The cinema out For a certain amount of time Thinking that he was going to do the doco mm. So he has to now do it um, Yeah uh, Otherwise it's costing me money yeah. <laughs> um, But But yeah So that's that um, That's where I'm at I haven't really done anything else with that I have a session with Taha tomorrow to get, Nice And then after that I'll start writing my next film um, Definitely have that done by the end of the year We'll hopefully 
or have the shooting script by the end of the year because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't take me that long to write. Once Do you I know when you want to shoot it? Probably around the same time as Ozma. Pro- probably like this because mm. I want to save up again and yeah. I think that will give me enough time to sort it all out um, because this I, I think exact same timeline as Ozma except it will be much smaller production, probably like two day shoot or three. Yeah. Um, so it shouldn't be that hard to organise. Um, but yeah, same timeline, probably shoot around June again and then yeah, hopefully it should be done before then. But uh, yeah, I just want time to save up. Try, I'm gonna. I've been thinking like I want to keep it. I think what we talked about, like around 8k or something like that. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was like thinking, well, I've already used the crowdfunding muscle twice. I can't do that again. Yeah. I'm not gonna ask my parents for money. Yeah. Um, so it's all up to me, That's and it. hopefully I get a bloody good re- tax return yes. next year. Um, which I should do because I've worked way more than I did last year, mm-hmm. and that plus me saving up, easy. Yeah, well, sweet. not easy, but you know, I work a lot. Manageable. I work hard, so. Um, investing in myself And that's the way to go brother That's it mate That's, that's what I've it. been doing Alright Do you want to crack on To the de- dependent variable let's We have time it. yeah, It's, it's one it. hour Eight minutes So Dan Do you want to explain What we're doing Um. Okay So for the <laughs> Sorry The the variable Whatever it's called Yeah yeah. The yeah. variable That we still haven't Completely named properly yet Yeah Unnamed Um. So we're doing A variation of the What is it Six degrees of Kevin, Kevin, yeah. Kevin Bacon, whatever you call it. It's so a game. It's a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea of the game is that, um, well, it's it's typically done with Kevin Bacon, but you can really do it with any actor, which is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, but you can link any actor to any other actor in the industry through like different films that they've been in with yeah. their co-stars. It'll make more sense when we start to play it. Yeah. So we're going to use a random actor generator to come up with an actor. Yeah. And then we're going to take turns. Um, generating different actors and trying to link them to each other's movies in as mm. little steps as possible and whoever gets the minimum amount of steps wins and we'll yes. do this like I it's don't like know, golf two three times or whatever but you yeah. guys play along with us at home you know take pause it just when we give you the actors and you know comment down below comment on instagram whatever how many uh, things you get so yes. let's do that do, right, do you want to do you want to get the actor generator? Yeah, I'll get it going. You'll get it going? All right, good stuff. And then, yeah, we'll stop and start, I guess. Yeah. Should I do... Should I press generate one? You press generate one? Yeah, you pull it up as well. Oh, yeah. I pull it up. All right, cool. All righty. I got one. Let's go. So... You've already generated one. Ready? Generate. So... Okay, hang on. Wait. Did right, you... Yeah, cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, While well, I'm still drinking this fucking sparkling water, mate. Alright, so should, I'll do, should I do the first one to come up with the main actor that we have to link? Uh, can I do one, like, can I generate till it's somebody that I'm, like, familiar with? Okay, yeah. Okay. Like, I know this guy, but I don't know... Is this for the main person? Yeah, so, like, wait, one and two. Aren't they both the main no, person? No, no, so we have to find a central person. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, but it doesn't matter. Like, the, the Kevin. We have to find oh, the Kevin. Oh, find the Kevin. Yeah? Okay. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, I don't know these dudes. Um, okay, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Central sure. is that the central guy? Sure. Who are we linking Mark Wahlberg to? Okay, let's 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 generate. Yep. All right. So I'll actually shout out Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh it's um Wahlberg week at F forty five at the gym <laughs> that I go to, and he's crafted all these workouts for us throughout the week oh, that we you, have to are do. You yeah, because he's yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. Okay. Um, who wants to go first? Who talk first? You talk first. I yeah, talk but who first. are we connecting him to? Um, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, to who? We, we we take it in turns. 
To do what? So like say you go first, right? Yeah. You generate generate an actor now. Okay. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, okay. So now you have to link the two and that's your go. And then oh. when it's my go, I have to generate one. Oh, so you we're not doing saying? the same person? No. Ah, because then okay. it's like, if you say it, then I'm just going to use oh, the same thing. Do you see what I'm saying? Morgan Freeman. All right. Let's think of what Freeman's been in, brother. Okay. My God, this is going to be fucking hard. Yeah. yeah I'm going to need Maybe some time though. to yeah. think. Yeah. Can I go on my notes and like write yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mate, what the fuck has Morgan Freeman been in? If they haven't been in anything together, just try and link. Do you understand how it works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like... He's been in heaps, bro. Why am I not be able to think of anything? You could definitely link them with like two movies. They've both been in heaps. Hey, this is going to be impossible for me. I'm fucking terrible at this shit. Um, and you can't use Google, by the way. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, wait. Okay. I think I'm, I'm, this is how I'm going to work it. I'm going to do two big films that I know that they've both been in and mm. then link it from there. Yeah. Um, fucking do that. <gasps> I think I got it. I think I got it. Yeah. This is going to be weird, but okay. sure. Um, I'm not on Google, by the way. I'm yeah, just yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and write down your score as well. Oh, bro, this is, I'm going to be so bad at this. <laughs> Are you going to be like, what the fuck, bro? It's all right. Um, okay. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. That was my Morgan Freeman impression. Who do you reckon's a better narrator, David Attenborough or Morgan Freeman? Uh, Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. You know he's like ninety-seven now. Okay, I got it. Yeah. So yeah. is it the like how many steps are there? Okay, so yeah. Mark Wahlberg to a Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg in Daddy's Home. He's worked <laughs> with Will Ferrell. Yeah. Right. Will Ferrell um has been in Anchorman with Paul Rudd. Yeah. Paul Rudd has worked with Chris Hemsworth in the Avengers movies. Chris Hemsworth has worked with Natalie Portman mm. in Thor: Love and Thunder. Christian Bale was in Thor: Love and Thunder. Christian Bale was in the Dark Knight series with Morgan Freeman. Mm. Yep. Okay. Bam. So what's Bob's that? Five? That's one. Uh yeah, so that's uh one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, nice. five. All right. Five. Right. That was actually right. Right, Not five bad. down then. Okay, five. That's that's a small one. Five. All right, I'll I'll generate one now. Nice. All right, so Mark Wahlberg two. Who are you generating? Ooh, Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. <sighs> Damn. All right. Have a think, my brother. Yeah. Oh my god, I got it. What? <laughs> I got it. This is a good one. Um, wait, wait, what was it? Go on, son. I, I got it in two movies. All right. Um, oh, fuck's sake. Hang on. So, all right. So, Michael Keaton was with Tom Holland in Spider-Man. Tom Holland was with Michael with with uh, Mark Wahlberg in Uncharted. Oh, fuck. That's good. Yeah. Good stuff, mate. That is very good. Yeah. See, I'm just dumb when it comes to this <laughs> kind of shit. All right, that's, that's right. good. You right. generate the next we'll one. Do, we'll do one more. Are we still doing Marky Mark? Do you want to try a different actor? We'll, we'll try a different one. Right, you, sure. you do the... The generate. Yeah, the new main one. Okay, we got... Who's I don't even main? know who this You'll person is. You'll have to cut is. around all this yeah, shit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I generated someone. I don't even know who they are. Let me go again. <laughs> it's giving me, like, old... Oh, yes! All right. Okay, George Clooney. All right, I got Ryan Gosling. Okay, well, do you want to do Gosling then? 
No, we'll do George Clooney as the okay. main one. So Clooney to Gosling? Yeah. All right, we'll go for it. Um, fuck, what has George Clooney been in? I don't think I've seen many George Clooney movies. Mm, yeah, me neither. Wait. Haven't they been in a movie together? <laughs> I actually haven't seen this movie, but I know mm. it. Got it in one. Oh, <laughs> nice. Who is it? They've been together in a movie. The Ideas of March, I'm pretty sure. Let uh, me double isn't check. Isn't it Ides of March? Not Ideas of March? Ides. Oh, Ideas, yeah. Ideas of March. Same shit. Yeah, sorry, the Ides I'm of March. I'm surprised you got that. Who's yeah. your actor? George Clooney and Ryan Gosling. They've been oh, together. Oh, right, of course, yeah. Are Same they in that movie, movie together? They are. Oh. I think. Yeah. You can look it up. Ryan yeah. Gosling and George Clooney. Nice. Okay, you got one. There you go. All right, let me generate one. So Clooney, I don't know many Clooney movies, to be fair. Yeah, me neither. Oh. <laughs> Who've you got? Clooney and who? You can do it to someone you know. Oh. oh. Um, Alden and Henrich. Oh yeah, Al- Alden Solo. I could, uh, uh, I'll do <laughs> it. I'll do it. But the only thing I have to link is Solo. Yeah, I that's what I was going to say. Well, he's been in Oppenheimer. Was oh he was too. Mm. Oh, that's got a huge cast. Uh, mm. That's a good. You just gave me a hint. Oops. Yeah. Okay, let's start with that. Um, oh, I haven't. I haven't really seen much that George Clooney's done. Yeah, I know. See, it's hard. Oh. He's like a big name. Yeah, but haven't really watched. The only big thing that oh. I knew, yeah, was um, oceans. I was what I was gonna say. Yeah, mm, whatever it was, oceans eleven. Yeah. Okay, that might be my my link. Batman and Robin. <laughs> you know, you look a bit like out in. I reckon. <laughs> do I? You do. Thanks. 100%. <laughs> I'm trying to think who's in Oppenheimer. Downey. Yeah, but. Who else? Cillian. Yeah. Emily Blunt. Yeah. Um. Safty. Mm. Damon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, bro, the easiest one is to do is link through superhero movies. Yeah. Yeah. You could do like like Clooney and then Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin and then Schwarzenegger <laughs> to <laughs> Yeah. To who, Schwarzenegger though? to <laughs> Is Schwarzenegger in the like uh, expendables or something? Is he? No, that's um what's his name? Rocky. I got it. What is it? Well, this is your turn. I got it. Did can you I just can I just give up and make it like five? Sure. Can I tell you my link though? Yeah. Go okay. Ahead. So it would be Clooney to Schwarzenegger, and then Schwarzenegger, who is in, I'm pretty sure he's in the Expendables. Um, hold on. If he's not, then I'm fucked. So uh, I'll try and just find a really long Expendables. I got it. I got it. Hold on. X. Yeah, he's so he's in the Expendables, and I'm pretty sure um, Sylvester Stallone is also in the Expendables, and mm. Sylvester Stallone was in Guardians Three, and he's worked with Chris Pratt, who has worked with Downey, who was also <laughs> worked with Alden. Oh my in God! Oppenheimer. There you go. Yeah, there nice. you go. All right, we happy with that? We gonna do one more? Uh, we'll do one more to nah, even yeah, it. Cool. Just we'll try and do a quick round. All right. 
Should we generate a new actor? Let's do it, new brother. New, new main actor. You, yeah. You, you do this one. Okay. All right. The main actor is... Jackie Chan. Oh, no, okay. that's way too fucking hard. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I only know he's in the crowd. Vin Diesel. Okay. All right, Vin Diesel. Sure. And now the... All right. All right. The actor... I have to link it to or you? Uh, me? Yeah, you go. All right. Let's do it. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> Vin Diesel to... Um, okay. Paul Walker. Andy Samberg. <laughs> okay, that's a hard one. <laughs> All right, Vin Diesel to Andy Sandberg. All right. Um. All right, I think I can do it. Uh, I'm thinking of an actress's name. Can I search her up? Because she's worked with Andy Sandberg. I just don't know how to spell it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I got it right. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm doing this backwards. Mm, um, right. This is going to be fucking whack, bro. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> going all around the world. Cause, it's hard, eh? It's um, hard okay, fuck it. Maybe, why not? Um, can it be through TV shows as well? Yes. I feel like we should just keep it movies for the sake of consistency. Come on. Okay, it's one TV show. <laughs> Fine. All right, all right. Because there's, n- there's no way this was... No, it's okay. not. All right, I'll allow it. It's like a connection through... Anyways. Um, oh, I think I got it. 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 This is mm-hmm. fucked. You're going to be right. impressed. All right. Hit me. All right, wait, hold on. I want you to hit me. Joyce. <laughs> okay, this is a stretch, but... It works. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty, we're gonna go. We're gonna go Andy Circus to Vin Diesel. It works either way. Andy Circus or Andy Samberg. Oh, Andy Samberg. Sorry, yeah. my bad. So, Andy Samberg was in the movie Palm Springs with Kristen Malotti, and uh-huh. Kristen Malotti was the wife in How I Met Your Mother, mm. and. Uh, Chris Melody worked with Neil Patrick Harris, who was in Smurfs. Katy Perry was the voice of Smurfette in Smurfs. She was in a TV spot in Zoolander 2, who Owen Wilson was also in Zoolander. (laughs) Owen Wilson worked with Tom Hiddleston in Loki. Oh, that's another TV show. Tom Hiddleston worked with Chris Hemsworth, and Chris Hemsworth was in Guardians 3. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well done. There you go. All right, your go, brother. Brother. more than six. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Do you yeah. wanna, should we just cap one, it off at two, six? One, two, three, four, five, six. No, six. One, two, three. Was it? Okay. Four, nice. five. One, two, three. Yeah, six. Okay, cool. Yeah, six. Nice. All right. Let me generate. Oh, okay. Well, this this is a TV show actor. Should I stick with it? Do it, brother. All right. Um, Who was the main person again that we're connecting? Uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so I got Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Jesus, all right. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's difficult though, because like, um, I don't know if there's any like. Again, you would have to do it through. Oh, I got it. Really? Yeah. Already. Yeah. Again, it all works through superhero movies. Oh, okay. So all I know is that Charlie Sheen's in Two and a Half Men. Yeah. And who else is in Two and a Half Men? What about like, you know, in the show, that chick that's obsessed with Charlie? 
Mm. Have you watched the show? You know that. Yeah, back in the day, man. There's that chick that's like obsessed with him. Mm. I, I feel like she's been in a few things. I can't think of anyone else. Can I do another one? Yeah. <laughs> I would have done John Cryer, who plays Alan. And yeah. John Cryer's in Supergirl as Lex Luthor. Oh, I haven't seen Supergirl. And then you mix, you go through like Grant Gustin. Then he worked with Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller was in The Flash. Right. And then you somehow you work your way from Ezra Miller to Vin Diesel. Okay. Who? Oh, no, let's have to keep going. Oh, I got Ezra Miller. Oh, did you? <laughs> Go, do Vin Diesel to Ezra Miller, because I couldn't figure that connection out. Well, you just out. said it, didn't you? No, I said, and then somehow you connect Ezra Miller to Vin Diesel. Oh. You got it? I'm actually just going back on what I said previously. <laughs> Okay, I got it in three. Ooh, okay. What are we doing? So it's Ezra Miller to Michael Keaton in The Flash. Mm-hmm. Then Michael Keaton to Tom Holland in... <laughs> it's always Tom Holland! Tom Holland to Vin Diesel in yeah. The Avengers. Wow. Yeah. You love your Tom Holland connections, eh? <laughs> it's easy. All right, yeah, fair. Sweet. All right, that was fun. That actually like stimulated the brain a little so bit. Should you we know? add up our totals? You know um, what? For the second one, because I couldn't guess it, I'll just say six. Well, I got... Five, six, and one. Wait, I got two, six. Okay, so my total was 11. I got 12. So Ooh. you beat me by one, brother. Nice. Good, Good stuff, mate. Good game. Alrighty. Well, that brings us to the end of episode 44 of the pre-production meeting. Guys, don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify. We're at like 23 five-star reviews. We're, we're a five-star rated podcast. Well, but we could do better. We could do better. Uh, you want to catch the full podcast, go to the pre-production meeting on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Pre-prod pod on TikTok and Instagram. We're more active on Instagram, though. Um, haven't really touched TikTok for a while. Uh, but yeah, what are we going to do, Dan? going to wrap a bow in this episode. Sure are. Thank you for coming on, Dan. Thank you, Josh. I'll hopefully see you next week. See you then. And I'll hopefully see you guys next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.